This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... A much calmer... Jason Shear. There we go. Calmer. Um, Non-agitated Jason. Correct. And we are here to do a football update because there's been more practices since the last football update slash Jason rant that we had last week. So we're just going to let everybody know. Let the people know. It's tackle football, baby. It's, it is... What's today? I don't even know. Today's the 10th. Right. August 10th. So it's we one month for the first home game. Like three weeks away from the season opener. And three weeks from the season opener in San Diego, which we are going to. We're trying to figure out our kids' childcare at the moment, but, you know, I think we have a lead. So on that note. On that note, fifth most expensive ticket on the open market right now. I heard that. San Diego. Right. Twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend. Boom. Brand new stadium. I'm excited. San Diego drinks. Yes. Tucson, Arizona drinks. Yes. Two hundred and thirty one dollars a ticket. Holy cow, man. I think you could take me to see Silk Sonic in Las Vegas for cheaper than that. I'm taking you for free to the game. That's true. I do get to go because guys, guess what? I'm pressed now. Shelby and I are dedicated to this podcast. So and much. She's going to maybe write a couple things as well. So uh, we'll see. We'll but see. she is a member of the credentialed media. Boom. And I plan all of Miranda's events. Wow. There you go. I'm wow. like the full package. Very humble I am. as well right now. <laughs> anyway, back to football. Um, overall, what have your impressions of camp been so far? Well, it's only been a, a couple days of of tackling at this point. And so you find out a lot more, in my opinion, at least when you see tackling, but um, you know, it, it feels like, like I don't watch Arizona practice this year and go, you know, Holy crap, this is an eight win team. Right. But I, I do believe that I'm watching a better football team than I saw last year. I think a lot of that is the defensive side of the ball. I really like what Nansen has done with the scheme change. I've mentioned this before. I mentioned it when he was here, so it's not sour grapes or anything. But Don Brown is a good defensive coach. But what he does, um, it, you're going to really suffer if you don't have the talent in place. A lot of all man to man, and and Nansen came in and is running a lot more zone, and the the defensive just looks it, it looks better in terms of forcing turnovers and being where it's supposed to be and all that. It just looks like a more balanced defense um offensively i i think they've generally been fine there's been good days and bads but uh you know usually at this point your defense is ahead of your offense in camp it's it's pretty common for that to be so you know overall my impressions have been positive like i don't 
again, I'm not saying Arizona's going to go out and win the Pac-12, but uh, I do see a better football team in practice than what we saw last year. Last year at this time, we were watching camp, and I think I even said in a podcast, and I said Arizona sucks. I mean, it's just the way it is. You didn't watch that team practice with their quarterback situation and all that and say this team's going to be good. We knew exactly what Arizona was at that point. This year, I think there's a little bit more of a question, but more towards the positive side. So do you think that this new defensive coach is a little more well-spoken than the previous one? I don't know. I love the way Don Brown spoke. I know. I love the way he spoke, too, but he was grumpy. Yeah, I like the the one thing that has really impressed me the most with Johnny Nansen is if if you talk to a defensive player, they mentioned um, football school. And what he's done is he basically makes them go to football school and learn specific stuff with formations, learn the why of everything down to the basics. And every player has said they appreciate it. It's, it's okay, I understand what I'm doing. Now let me understand why I'm doing it. And basically the, the, the thought process is if you understand why you're doing it, you're more likely to get it correct and be able to read offenses and things like that. And like most defensive players we've talked to have mentioned, football school and, and what it's done for them. That's awesome. All right. Um, quarterback is always a hot issue. What is happening in that position? So let me be very clear before I get started and say Jaden Delora is the starting quarterback. Right. There is no competition, which is interesting because you could easily make a competition. Uh, Jaden Delora and Noah Fafita have been relatively close this camp. I know a few other reporters believe that Fafita has been better than Delora. I don't know if it's clear cut, but I know that it is close in that if Jaden Delora was a freshman like Noah Fafita walking onto campus, or if this was last season or whatever, it would be a very legitimate quarterback competition. I get what Jed Fish did, basically saying, look, last year was crap in terms of how the quarterbacks were handled. This guy is my starter. And the real competition is, is behind Jaden Delora. Um, then, of course, the question becomes once the season starts, if Jaden Delora struggles, what happens and all that. Uh, I will say that the quarterback situation is night and day from where it was last season. Good. It was bad. And it was so bad. Even on Jaden Delora's worst days, he is better than anything that Arizona had last year. The biggest issue for him has been consistency. He hasn't had one of those days yet where you're like, holy crap, this dude is different. But he also has had some pretty solid days where he's not making a you know a ton of mistakes. He's had a few bad days where he'll overthrow. Or the one thing that's interesting, and I think it's part of the transition in offenses, and you hope it's kind of fixed by game one, is that Washington State, it was like first read type of stuff. And this offense is very NFL-ish, and he has to make more progressions. And you're seeing at times it takes him too long to make those progressions. He's going to have to be faster or make an earlier decision. I think right now that's his biggest struggle. But the arm strength is there. Um, you know, in practice, you got to keep in mind he's not allowed to run like he would be in a game. So that mobility is kind of lessened in practice because you can't hit a quarterback. He's not running. He's making those project, you know, those progressions good, and all that. Is he a good scrambler? Yeah, and you don't really do that. Right, you can't like do it, it was like you're in It was play. like when Khalil Tate practiced under Sumlin and they were like, don't run. It's like, how are you telling Khalil Tate in practice not to run? Eventually that carries over to a game. Uh, but Jaden Delora, I don't think it will. But like last practice on Monday, um, I'm sorry, on Tuesday, he ran a few times and it would have been a large game had he you know, stayed with it in, in a real game. But 
you know, it, it's it's just a matter of consistency. Noah Fafita has been really good for a freshman. I, I'm just impressed by the same things I told you guys that have impressed me, you know, since the Arizona landed him. His maturity at the position. And, you know, he's had a couple of bad throws and a couple of throws that he's wanted back. But for the most part, he has not looked like a freshman. Uh, Jordan McLeod, to me, kind of is what he is. You know, if Jaden Delora got hurt in the first game, I'm not sure Jordan McLeod wouldn't be that guy. But with a week to prep, I think it would be Noah Fafita, if that makes sense. Um, McLeod just doesn't have the arm strength at this level. Uh, you know, he had an interception the other day where it was underthrown by like five yards. And literally, it, it just, he's good kid. I think he's a good game manager, but I think he kind of is what he is as opposed to Delora and Fafita who have room to grow. But, I mean, yeah, you're looking for consistency. You wish it was a little better but you still take solace in knowing it is way better than it was last year. Like, I don't know if Arizona's going to go into a game this year with these guys at quarterback and lose the game because they just can't do anything like last year. Well, progress is good. Year two, progress, quarterbacks getting better. That is awesome. All right, um, which young players have stood out? So, on the offensive side of the ball, Jonas Sabanea, we've talked about him, offensive lineman. Um, if you saw him in the spring and you compare him now, he's lost weight in a good way. I mean, he's just a solid dude. He's as good as advertised, has been good during practice and all that. One of the better freshman offensive linemen in the country, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Also on the offensive side of the ball, um, Speedy Luke. Speedy Luke. You know, I, I think Tuesday was the first day where you kind of saw, okay, this guy. There's a spark. This guy's different. He had a, uh, one play where he missed, made a defender miss by taking the right angle, and he had another one where he just went right up the middle and said, I'm faster than all of you. They're going to find a way uh, to get him the ball because of that speed. Uh, Kevin Green, uh, you know, he T-Mac is getting the attention at wide receiver, and he had a great day on Tuesday, as best they can't probably, and He's super talented. He's going against Christian Roland Wallace, which is not an easy task for a freshman. Uh, but Kevin Green has been another receiver that I don't know how much he's going to play this season, um, but he's going to play quite a bit at Arizona as the years go on, and he might be too good to keep off the field this season. Uh, you know, maybe he's not playing every snap, but 
I think you got to get him on the field in some capacity. Keon Burnett, the tight end, has been really intriguing because they are absolutely force-feeding the ball to the tight ends. Yes! <laughs> I mean, I mean they, are, they are running red zone drills where they will run play after play to find a tight end up the seam and all that. And whether it's Burnett, Tanner McLaughlin, Alex Lyons, uh, I told someone at practice on Tuesday, if the tight end isn't a thing in Arizona this year, it will just never be a thing. Let's just stop talking about it because they are force-feeding it. And Burnett is a weapon in the red zone that Arizona just flat out did not have. Ever I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's big, he is physical, he is athletic. He is going to be really, really good at Arizona. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, Jacob Kungaika. Oh, nice name. Uh, already awarded a scholarship. We've talked about him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it takes something to be rewarded a scholarship after a few days. He's looked very good. He'll absolutely be in the rotation. Takario Davis, another guy we mentioned, is six four corner. I know people have said, how can you be a corner and be that big? Isn't he going to move to safety? And no, he's been a good corner. He had a play on Tuesday where he almost had a pick and on really good coverage, and he just dropped it. But uh, he's good. Like, he's legitimately good, which is good because Tradon Stukes is injured. Dwayne Walker said he's going to be out for a while. We don't know what that means. Hopefully, Jed tells us when we meet with him on Saturday, but they're going to need those younger guys, you know, Ephesians, Prysock, and uh, you love that name, and Takario Davis to step up, and, and they should be good enough uh, to do so. So those are the guys, you know, I'd, I'd keep an eye on. You know, but it's, I think Arizona had a successful recruiting class, you know, just looking at overall. Sterling Lane is a little smaller than I thought, but super fast. Isaiah Johnson has been playing on the defensive line, not the older one, the freshman. Big body. Um, and then you have uh, Russell Davis, who was running with the ones at times. So they landed a, a pretty nice freshman class overall. You don't know how much these guys are going to play this year. But again, you feel confident in the direction of the program, knowing that they got quite a few players out of this class that have a bright future at Arizona. Just as a sidebar, as you were talking about Speedy Luke, I had a thought like, this is a question that will come up in future podcasts, but I'm just thinking of it now. Like if you're trying to scheme against Arizona, if you're opposing team and you've never seen this kid before, like, what do you do? Like if he's as fast as advertised, are you just like watching his dust? You can't scheme for speed because guys that are fast are faster than they will be on tape. So basically, you know, you scheme for the way they would use them. They're going to line them out wide. You better have a spy of sort. You know, you can't let them be against the safety or line, you can't have them be against the linebacker. It's not going to work. So in Arizona's done a nice job. Can't say everything, but they've done a nice job of figuring out ways to get him and Jacob counting the ball uh, in unique positions. Mm. Are we talking trickery? Debauchery. 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 Trickery? I am a huge fan of trickery. And tight ends. So hopefully that happens this year. And I didn't mean it in a dirty way. You heard it that way, but I didn't mean it that way. Also respect. Anyway. I don't know if anyone heard it that way, Shelby. I think it might have been just you. At that I, really? I said it and then you made a face. So I know that they heard it that way. Um, <laughs> next question. On defense, is there anybody that has emerged? So, you know, I, I think Christian Roland Wallace has had a really nice camp. And I think he's one of these guys that benefits from the scheme change and not saying he's not a good man-to-man corner, but uh, zone, he's able, you know, you're not putting him on an island in bad positions. Again, any corner would have struggled in the conditions that they played in last season with Don Brown, but I really like the way that he's played so far in camp. Jackson Turner has had a really nice camp. Jalen Harris physically is, is 
big and strong like he always is, and you know he he looks in in good shape to have a a nice year. Perry Shand is a guy you know we probably need to talk about more. Very athletic on the interior, he's going to get considerable playing time. Um, but you know Hunter Reckles is another one. But if you know if I had to pick the best defender right now on the defensive side of the ball, it'd, it'd be Christian Roland Wallace. I think Malik Reed has had a nice camp. He's healthy. Uh, he's in better shape than he was last year, and I think he's had a, a nice camp overall as well. Okay. And last question, number five. What do you need to see more of in the next few weeks? I'd like to see more offensive consistency. I just don't think the offense has had a day where it has clearly beaten the defense. I'm not sure it's had a day where it's beaten the defense. It needs to have one of those days where things just kind of click. And look, it's not going to happen consistently in practice because it's kind of geared towards the defense. There's certain things like they know the quarterback isn't going to take off running. They, you know, but um, I, I'd like to see, you know, maybe a little more of the deep ball action, uh, you know, and maybe that's not a huge part of the offense, but I'd like to see Arizona hit on more of those and, and just a little more consistency from the offense overall. I think the defense has generally been fine. I think the offensive line has actually been fine. Again, it's difficult to tell in camp, but you know, it, it looks better than it did last year, but the biggest thing to me is just offensive consistency, and you'd like to see a running back emerge. You know, that's been a competition where there hasn't been that one clear guy. Michael Wiley has been solid. Jonah Colbin has had, you know, some good days and some bad, but, you know, he, he's getting more carries. Speedy Luke has been pretty good. DJ Williams has been pretty good, uh, but there hasn't been that one guy where you're like, he's the clear guy, and you need that. There's so many bodies in the running back room. Ideally, one of those guys emerges, and so that I think will be important over the next few weeks as well. It's kind of like if anyone's ever been in theater and you do two dress rehearsals before the first show and the, the dress rehearsals are always awful. They're chaos. It's just crazy. And then there's something that clicks when you're in the live show in front of people when you're doing it for real. And that's where all of that stuff that happened just goes away. And that's when you really start getting that cohesive fit. And there'll be, uh, there's going to be one of those days. There will be. Hopefully it's San Diego State. That'd be funny. That would be great, as we are going to be there. Hopefully, Shelby and I might sneak off to not getting heckled by the San Diego fans. Yeah, San Diego State fans are mean. They're kind of mean. We're we're media members. Last time you went as a fan. That's true. It was. It was like the scene at Anchorman. It was very nerve wracking. Did you just kill a man, Shelby? (laughs) Uh, with a trident. I killed a man with a trident. Is it trident? Trident. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not a triton. Okay, well, it's similar. I was thinking King Triton tried it anyway. I think it's time for our daughter to be able to see Anchorman. I showed her the second half of John Wick Parabellum, so I'm pretty sure she can watch Anchorman. We'll see. All right. Anyway, with that being said, thank you all for joining Shelby and I. For a calm podcast. Very calm. Though from all the comments everybody left, you kind of liked Angry Jason. Who knows? It's a whole new week. Is there anything you're angry about right now you want to start screaming about? No, I don't scream. I'm a very calm individual. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's really funny, though, today. Before I close it, there's a tweet. This guy tweeted at me, and he's like, this local guy, he's in Vegas. He's like, this local guy. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm already laughing. This local guy just went on Vegas radio and said Arizona wants to stay in the Pac-12, and there's no desire at all to move to the Big 12. And I was like, look, like maybe they do, but there's a desire. It's like, who is this dude? What do you mean an, an Arizona guy? They're like, Rich Herrera. <laughs> I started laughing. Rich Herrera. <sighs> anyway. Thanks, guys. Bear down.
you know, we joke, but football's perverted. Like, grab the rock and run. It's hit, so great. Hit the gap. Tight end. Oh, what did you say earlier? You said something about splitting the seams. Splitting the seams. Damn. Next time you listen to football on the radio, pay attention. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 